Hey guys, it's Alex. It's Morgan. And you're listening to the, the Halley Girls, Girls Podcast. Hello, hello guys. Hey biddies. Welcome back to our podcast. Um, we are currently in the studio. That's right. And by studio, we mean Morgan's basement bedroom. And it is fucking freezing. It is really cold. Um, It's temporary. Yeah. This is just the bottom. It's where you got to start. Exactly. We are going to work our way up. In about a year, it'll be in New York City. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we really have high hopes for this podcast. Yeah. So, um, no pressure, but... We need to move out of this space ASAP. (laughs) (laughs) My feet are numb. Yeah. So today we are going to talk about depression, dating, and warmer weather. That's right. That's our topics. Uh, But first, how was your weekend, Morgan? Well, my weekend was interesting. It was good. Okay. Friday night was a weird night. And... The girls and I were just talking about it. There's no other word to describe it other than it was a weird. It was weird. So for you guys that don't know, um, the girls here at the house had a St. Patty's Day party mm-hmm. Friday night. It was all right. I mean, I still had fun in the end. Yeah, me but too. But I was also just getting off of work and I was super rushed and I hate when we have parties after my work in a way. I mean, I, I would rather do it than not. Mm-hmm. But I get home and I'm like rushing Anyway, it was fine. Yeah, and it was a long week, and I feel like on Fridays, too, it's like, I worked all day, too, mm-hmm. and it's just like, I don't mm-hmm. know, I I like parties on Saturdays, for yeah. sure, but yeah. St. Patty's Day was on Friday, so. It's Friday, we, it had to be done. Had to be done, um, so that was kind of it. I didn't really do anything else this weekend, to be honest no, with you. No, I did that. The next day, I was pretty hungover, honestly. Well, I wasn't hungover, but I was, like, tired, like, the mm-hmm. tired hangover, so... Kate and I went to a cafe. We forced us up to the gym. That was good. Oh, yeah. I did my good life class. Oh, my. I need to hear about this. Yeah. So, Abby and I did Shabam. Shabam. Yeah. So, I've <laughs> <laughs> never done it before. We just knew that we wanted to do something different, like, at Good Life. Mm-hmm. Take advantage of the classes with our membership. Yeah. So, we just randomly joined Shabam the night before while we were at Henry House having a drink for St. Patty's. Called Good Life. Booked in. Um, it was so interesting. I don't know if it's a good interesting or bad interesting. Abby loved it. Abby loved it. She was literally like, I want to be a regular. We walked in. We were the only two newbies. Everybody else goes there every week, like literally on Saturday morning. Everybody knows everybody by their first name. It's a big group, by the way. Like there's a lot of regulars. And Is this at Joseph Howe? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So... We went in and we met the the girl and she knew we were newbies, the instructor, because she was like, oh my gosh, first time? And we're like, yep. And she was like, okay, well, if you can't keep up with the moves, you know, just do whatever you want. Just dance. Have fun with it. No idea what we're expecting. Next thing you know, the music comes on. It is rave music. Like, beat drop rave music. And she, all of a sudden, I thought it was going to be like a all right, everybody, like, here's the dance move, five, six, seven, eight. No, no. The music was ramped right up, and next thing you know, we're popping and locking and shaking and flipping our hair. Oh, my God. It was like a full-blown, like, 
hip hop dance, but without you actually learning how to properly do the steps, she'd basically just be like, okay, we're going to move to the left. And like, everyone was just so hype and like, yeah, it was really a different experience. So was she doing the dance? Like she was dancing and followed her move. That's kind of, so kind of like Zumba, but like next level. Next level. And then afterwards, Abby talked to one of the girls there, like who was, who's a regular. And she was like, um, You know, the girl changes the routine every six weeks. So you come here for four or five weeks. You finally get the hang of the dance moves and get in rhythm with the music. And then she changes it all. Damn. Yeah. Because I was like, I know I have more rhythm than this. Yeah. So why am I not able to follow these simple steps? But it was because she would start off by showing you how to move the legs. And the next thing you know, she would incorporate the arms. And it just like was so fast paced. Mm. It was fun. Yeah, good exercise. Sweat like crazy and burned a lot of calories. So it was great. It was something different. Yeah. But yeah, that's pretty much all I did this weekend. Well, that's nice. That's good. That's way more exciting. I literally, yesterday, I did nothing. Well, I went to Ikea with my sister. Yeah. (laughs) That was the highlight. You bought a new duvet. I did. Which is super cute. It really brings out the light in the studio. The studio. Um, so yeah, so that was it for the weekend, but maybe we can touch a little bit on what we have planned this week. Yeah. So. I actually, well, I sadly work all weekend this weekend, so. Which is disappointing because for those of you that don't know, my birthday is on Thursday. Yeah. And Morgan has to work the entire weekend. Yeah. And it's just really hard to do things when you work 12 hour days, like after work. It's better for having more time off, obviously. Like I have five days off all the time but 12s are hard and then half the time my 12s are actually like 14 hour days so right anyway that's fine I'm hoping I'll still be able to go to your dinner and then Pickle and Molly are coming up this weekend yeah so and Ali and Alexandra are coming oh yeah yeah they're coming on Thursday too so they should be there for dinner good so I think it'll be really fun yeah um I'm trying to think of what else I have this week that's pretty much it I get my hair done Oh, are you, oh, are you getting colored? Yeah. Are you doing, like, the low lights? I am, but I'm starting to feel like I want more blonde. Really? Yeah. I did like that, those two you showed me. Yeah. The second one had more blonde in it. I did like it. I feel like blonde is who I am. I feel (laughs) like, I genuinely feel like I need some blonde in my hair. Will I go back to being bleach blonde, whole head? No. But do I definitely want to incorporate more blonde in my hair? I think so. I think yeah. it's just who I am. Like, I just yeah. feel, like, weird being this dark of brown. That's fair. So, it was great for winter. hmm But the sun is coming out now, and I just feel like I want blonde. And honestly, the sun's going to, like, bleach your hair naturally anyway. Yeah. So, you may as well be a little lighter. But it's at a point now where I don't like it. Like, it's starting you to get like red tint. Now? Oh, okay. There's, like, certain lighting shows, like, a lot of red in it, just okay. because there's a lot of blonde underneath coming through, right? I just don't like it right now. But I'm getting it done on Thursday, so I'm excited. Exciting. Yeah. Um, speaking of this week and exciting things, why don't you tell everybody about your date that you have planned tomorrow? <laughs> I knew. <laughs> I knew you were going to bring that up. So, as everyone knows, last week I met this French guy. And not Canadian French. He's from France. And he's pretty cute. We were dancing up on the Buck Uglies dance floor on a Thursday night was quite the scene. I wouldn't have wanted to see it sober. Um, Fair <laughs> but anyway, he's been DMing me since and he really wants to 
do something. We were going to do something yesterday. Well, we, well, we wanted to do a double date. Yeah. So that we had a really fun story. Because I've been on a double date before and I left there with, you know, a funny story. So I kind of had a feeling it would be the same. Especially because I don't mm. even know what his friend looks like. I don't either. <laughs> I don't even know what this guy looks like, to be honest with you. I mean, I think you showed me a picture, but mm. I um, thought it would be really entertaining. I know, I really date. wanted that to happen, so basically yesterday he messaged me um, and was like, what's the plan for tomorrow, what do you want to do, and I was like, oh shit, kind of forgot about it, honestly, so I texted him back and I was like, well, my friend wants to do something, would you guys, would you and your friend want to do something all together and go get a drink or something along those lines, and he was like, oh, my friend and I just drank too much this weekend, like, his friend didn't want to do something last night, which is fair. I mean, St. Patty's Day weekend was a big weekend. Everyone was, like, drinking the whole time. That's so, true. So it was fair, but he did say we would do it another time. But then he also, what did he say? He was like, I only want you. His English, let's start off with the fact that yeah. his English is so bad. It's terrible. Um, the way he messages is just so French and so forward. It's really funny. Oh, it's it's actually brutal. What was the very first text that he sent you where he was like, I, I can't wait to explore your bedroom or something? <laughs> like, <what? laughs> Well, I was being ballsy AF last weekend and I said, after party at my place. Yes. And then yes. he was like, um, cannot wait to explore your place. Yeah. It's like, what does that mean? Like, who says that? French. French. French people. Yeah, yeah. I get it. I so, get it. Um, yeah. So now... Yesterday, it ended up raining because we were going to go for a walk. And so I was like, how about we just do this on Tuesday? I also was kind of like not home all day yesterday. I was out with my sister and then I went out um, thrift shopping with the girls for a little bit. Yeah. So I didn't get home until close to eight. And I was like... I also feel like dating for us right now is just so on the back burner. It really is. Which we'll get into, obviously, Mm -hmm. because today's episode touches on dating. Um but yeah, I'm excited to hear what's going to happen tomorrow. I am too. Yeah. I think we're supposed to go for a hike, so this might be the last time you ever hear my voice. Let's hope not, but... because I don't want to carry the podcast <laughs> by myself. I'm going to share my location with everyone. Okay, You great. already have it. Yeah. Most people already have it, actually. Yeah. But, you know, I'll share it at the moment so you know where I am. And um, hopefully I don't get murdered. But I'm driving because he doesn't have a car because he's right. from France, so... Right. That's the only excuse, men. That's the only excuse that we will give you. <laughs> you know, since you live in France, you're yeah. not from here. But if you live here and you don't have a car, I'm not driving you around. <laughs> yeah. Like, let's be honest. This is an exception, for it's sure. It's an exception. Yeah. For sure. But yeah, um, so let's kind of dive into our topic yeah. today. Morgan and I feel very strongly about this. <laughs> And the reason why I wanted to touch on it was because this weekend was the first weekend that we finally got some sun. Mm -hmm. And it made me think, which I had popped up, something had popped up on my TikTok of, you know, um, the sun in Canada and just the winters and stuff. And I know we all experience the winter depression so bad, Mm -hmm. but I seen something the other day that really shocked me. And it was that this winter in particular in Canada was like, the lowest sun we've ever had in like 65 years or something like that. Like we barely seen the sun this summer or this winter. Mm -hmm. Like that's crazy. I know it's actually terrible. And I've been feeling that like whenever I go to work, I work seven to seven. Mm -hmm. So I leave 
my house at 6.20, and I'm walking in pitch, like, the pitch black. Like, yeah. it is so dark. I don't see anything. And then I go work my 12-hour day, and when I leave, it's still pitch black. And it did feel longer than usual this year. Like, it felt like it started earlier. Yeah. It it was a dark winter, for Leaving sure. work at, like, well, I leave work at 5, even, and it was always pitch black. Mm-hmm. Like, that, yeah, I know. to me, is so depressing. Yeah. I know. It is. It really is, and I'm just ready to leave Canada (laughs) for that reason. Like, honestly, the winter has just been brutal, and even though this winter we didn't get that much snow, it's still been, like, gross. Like, it's more the darkness, honestly. It's the the darkness, and it's also, like, okay, if you want to snow, snow, Mm -hmm. but don't do this whole back and forth of, like, snow, rain, yeah. cold, like, warm. Like, it was just so all over the place. Yeah, you even know? in, like, in January, it was in the plus. Like, usually January and February are, like, our two main win- yeah. win- winter months. Yeah. But, like, this year... It's just miserable. Yeah, I know. This year, I was kind of vibing January. I was like, it's so nice out. It was beautiful. We were like, oh my God, is this going to be it for our winter? Like, that's so chill. I mean, I was kind of concerned for our planet. But other than that, I was like, wow, this is nice. I know. It's so nice out. Well, I read a statistic or kind of like some information about it. And basically, it said, you know, for those of you that don't know, winter depression is also considered SAD, S-A-D. And... On average, SAD will last about five months of the year. That's almost six months. That's almost half a year. That's crazy. Typically, symptoms will develop in October. They'll worsen around the end of daylight saving time, followed by a more drastic decline in November. And then January and February tend to be the months with the most severe symptoms of depression. So basically the whole winter. Yeah, I know. It's tragic. Yeah. Especially like... It's got to be worse in Canada for sure. I mean, well, obviously, well, the we're daylight so savings to me makes no sense. No, it actually doesn't. I know it has something to do with the farmers and yeah, it's got to do with the cows, something like that. But like, grow up, like <laughs> stop, like like it, it's not the same as what it used to be. No, I just feel like as we've gotten older, it's just gotten harder. It is, for and sure. maybe it's because we have to get up and go to work every day, and then by the time we get home, it's pitch black. Yeah, maybe it was different because we were in school when we were younger, and like you didn't notice it as much. But like when you're a working adult, and you have to go to work every day, and it's just dark the mm-hmm. whole time, and you never get to go outside in sunlight, it's draining mm-hmm. for sure. Oh, definitely. Like I found this week transitioning to this new time. It really messed me up. Because I think it was waking a lot up early. Up. And you know what? I don't notice the other way because really it's just like you get to sleep in longer. That's how it feels. That's how you adapt to it. But I had to wake up at like what was my body's 4.30 rather than my 5.30, right. which is an early morning to begin with. I actually, my first day of work, like last Tuesday, I guess mm. it was. That was the first time I had to wake up early after the time change. Yeah. I was so messed up the whole day. I was just like brain fog, couldn't even do my job really because it messes me up so I much. I actually don't even know how you can get up that early. I don't. <laughs> I, I actually don't I seriously know. don't know. I wouldn't be able to do it. I can barely get up at seven. Mm. I literally could sleep naturally until like 8 30 every day. Yeah I mean me too but it's just your body clock just wakes you or not your body clock but when you have to get up you have, you have to. to get up. I know. It just sucks. I mean I usually you wouldn't don't catch me doing a job like that though personally but I 
commend you for it. I think it's great. But like, wow, thanks. Everyone, I, no, I do not want to be up that early. No one should ever have to do this no. job. <laughs> we love nurses and we support you guys, but um, I'm going to support from afar because you will never catch me doing that. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So do you want to hear what I learned about sad last night? I do. Okay. This is actually, I was really surprised. You went this. down a rabbit hole. Oh, I did. You told me before we started filming that you started off with looking up seasonal depression and next thing you know, you were finding out that you basically have a travel addiction, <laughs> which we already knew, but I don't know how we got from there to there. I'll get into it. Okay. But first of all, um, yeah, so seasonal sadness or seasonal affective disorder, whatever one. I mean, there's differences. Some people actually do have like seasonal depression and that's Mm -hmm. like a very real illness. I don't know if I actually would say I have it completely, but I definitely have like the wintertime blues, like the gloomy, more tired, more fatigued, all of that. But there's actually risk factors, which there's two obvious ones. One is how far away you are from the equator. Like obviously being um in Canada like we're so north that we're so far from the equator like that's going to affect us because of how the sun rises yeah. and stuff like it has a lot to do with the darkness so that like checks out the other one was that is obvious is like if your family your family members have it too like that's just a genetic thing but the two that surprised me was being a woman is another risk factor. That is so shocking to me. I know. What what difference does it make? I don't know. And it didn't really say. I didn't really get into it yeah. too deeply. But I thought that was interesting. Women have more, were more affected by the winter months, I guess. The sunlight and everything. Rather than men. But then also young people. Young people are at higher risk too. And actually the older you get, the less chance of you getting it are. I feel like opposite for me. I, I feel know. like it's actually getting worse for me. I felt that way too. It's but getting to the point where I get to winter and I'm like, I think I need to move to like Miami. I know. Like I can't. Oh, I know. So that I one need surprises like a me too. Florida home. 100%. <laughs> I know. It does surprise me, but I, yeah, I don't know what it is. We are still young though. Maybe like when we're older, yeah. we will notice it less. But Maybe. I mean, we're still only... 23. Yeah. That's true. I, the only other thing that I found about it was just the symptoms. Mm -hmm. So sad and low moods, feeling hopeless, low energy, increased appetite. I know for me, I eat way more in the winter. I agree. 100%. Snacking just becomes so much more like easy and like kind of the only thing to do sometimes. Um, Weight gain. Yep, putting mm. on that extra layer. Mm-hmm. Um, craving, especially for foods that are high in carbs, which is interesting. That is interesting. I definitely, I definitely notice that though. Carbs? I think. Not necessarily just carbs, but like bad food know. for me. I, I want yeah. more bad food for me in the it's winter. It's more like, okay, it's cold, it's snowy, let's walk to a brewery and grab a beer and nachos. You know? Yeah. Like, I don't know why, but it's something like, what else are you going to do? Yeah. And it's like, we're not going to order a salad at the brewery. No. And also in the summertime, all the fresh veggies and fruits are out. So you're more apt to eat it. Like, I definitely eat a lot more vegetables in the summer. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, Increased sleep or hypersomnia, isolation, and decreased interest in activities that you used to enjoy. Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah. I definitely have no energy. All winter long. No. 
pretty much. And it sucks because every winter I feel like we try to say like, let's do more. Mm-hmm. And we want to, but you're just so drained. And I don't think we realize the magnitude of like how winter actually affects us. It's so true. I mean. Like physically, like it drains us. Mm-hmm. So depressing, especially being here in Nova Scotia, like in Canada. It's just, I know for a fact, like this time last year we were in Vegas, remember? Yeah. And we talked to those girls that were from, where were they from? San Diego. There were the girls that were at the Jack Harlow booth when we were in that table. Do you remember those girls? Very vividly. They were all like dental hygienists or something. Oh my god, I actually don't really remember. We this. were sitting with them for Jack Harlow, and like it was at the before free... our booth got bought. Okay, yeah. And we were talking with them, and they were from San Diego because they said we came just for the night, just for Jack Harlow, and then we're gonna drive home tomorrow. And I just remember us talking to them about where we were from, and them saying like, "Oh yeah, like we wake up every day and it's like sunny, and then we hit the beach after, and it's just like that's year round for them." Mm-hmm. They wake up in the morning every day and it's sunny through their their blinds. Like here, I know some days in the winter when I know that it's gloomy or snowing outside, I won't open my blinds. Oh. I literally do not want to look outside. Yeah. And then I have to go to work on top of that. Like that mentally is, is difficult. Yeah. And even just think like the science behind it, like whenever it gets dark, your body produces melatonin. Mm-hmm. And so you get tired. So when it's dark at... 4 p.m., your body's reaction is to get tired. Yep. So how are you expected to have energy in the evening? Right. You physically cannot because of how your body is wired. And it just makes me think, like, I would genuinely be so much happier throughout the year if I lived in a place where, like, those girls, I could wake up every day and it'd be warm. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. It would just... Or at least sun. Yeah. It has been nice lately here. Like, yeah. the sun has been nice, and but what it's a so mood cold. It, but what a mood change it has been. And it's been noted. It's notably literally like been three days of sun and yeah. all of us are like I want to go out more I want to do more I feel energized like that is like so insane that yeah. we depend that much on sun yeah I know it's crazy so that kind of brings me to the rabbit hole I went down yeah so I was like I was actually talking to my sister and Allie yesterday and they call me manic <laughs> Fuck you, bitches. Yeah, really. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's funny, but we always joke about how I have a travel addiction, and I was, like, kind of researching this, and I was like, well, I definitely do want to travel more in the winter months. Like, I get the itch to do it more because I don't want to be in this fucking cold-ass country where it's dark all the time, so I have the urge to go south or, yeah, honestly, pretty much anywhere, but I was like... What even makes someone a travel addict? (laughs) Yeah, really. What does this mean? All this stuff was saying, like, there's a difference between, like, traveling for enjoyment and traveling to escape. And I do agree with parts of the escapism component. Sure. Like, I, I, maybe part of it is a little more unhealthy, my need to travel. But not completely, because basically it was saying, um... Healthy travelers are people that want to travel because they want to expand their, like, life knowledge, their culture. Like, they just want to see the world. Like, more like a learning and, like, a positive attitude towards it, which we definitely have. Like, we definitely are like, oh, I want to try this food here and I want to, like, see this here. And Totally. It's not just about going somewhere to go somewhere, 
But at the same time, I definitely do have that mindset a little bit. Like sometimes, like I kind of have my list. I'm like, okay, I want to go here and here and here and here. And then after I go there, I'm like, okay, where next? Like it kind of isn't all about that for me. It is. I definitely have, I definitely love to travel and to see these new places Mm -hmm. and to have fun with my friends. But yeah, there is a little bit of that escapism with it too, where I don't want to be in Halifax. But it's also nice, too, because when you're traveling, you're not thinking about work either. Mm-hmm. Like you're not thinking about the things that you have to go back to, you know? Like, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I I, I agree. I feel like I yeah. experience that, too. Oh, a lot of people do. It's, yeah, and it's not, it's not an unhealthy thing for everyone. Like, no. it's a, vac- a vacation. Like, you go to have a break from your work, to, you know, see a new place, and to have some time to relax if, you know, however you want to travel. But it's... Yeah, they were touching on that a lot, actually. Basically, it's just a break from your everyday life. Yeah. And that's how it can become an addiction because you continue to do it to avoid your actual real life, which I don't think I actually do. But I don't think that we would have an addiction if we lived somewhere cool. And that's... Like... That is so true. And I'm like, I'm not I don't thinking know. about how... I don't want to travel a bunch in the summer because we finally get a few months of good weather here and it's hot and I just want to stay here. But the second it starts getting cold and it turns into winter, I immediately want to get away. I couldn't agree more. I'm the exact same way. Like, I want to be here June, July, August. Mostly yep. July and August. Those yep. two months especially. But, um... I did, like, I didn't even want to go to New York this summer. I was like, I've and I've been dying to go to New York, as everyone knows. Like, I've been trying to do this for over a year now. Yeah. And um, it's just taking forever. But even if I had everything done and they were like, yeah, you could go tomorrow, I'd be like, nah, honestly, I don't want to be gone from here in the summer. For summer. But saying that, I'm ready to go in September. <laughs> I don't want to be I here. I cannot wait. For you to move there. I am literally coming to visit so much. Mm-hmm. I am going to work remotely from there. I'm really hoping you get a cool place. Mm-hmm. And maybe you can get an extra bedroom for our studio. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get the studio bedroom. Great. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm excited. I know. I, I, I think it'll be really great. And where we kind of just touched on warmer weather, like, it is so crazy to me that we live in a place that we only get excited for three months of the year. Not even three months, really, if you think about it. It's like July and August. Yeah. A little bit of May and June is, it's nice weather, but it's not summer weather until July, August. That's really. true. Like, you're not out in a bikini. The odd time in June, sure. I am so ready for patio season. I am so ready. But, like, this is so crazy to me as we say this every year, and I mm-hmm. think about it, and I'm like, I don't know how many more years I have in me of being so seasonally depressed in the winter and only living for summer. That's how it feels. For it's sure. how it feels. It's like you're looking, which in some ways it's nice to have something to look forward to. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, is it worth but, everything that you're going through in the winter? Yeah. And why 10 months of that? Right. Why does it have to be 10 months? Why can't it be, you know, if it was half and half, sure. But that's the part of living in Canada. Like yeah. in the States, even like some of the North, like New York, New York is the yeah, like, same what will New York's winters be like? Warmer than here. It it's cold. It is cold. But like we we know cold. Right. It can't get any and worse than here. It's not it doesn't get the snow that we get. It gets snow, but not like huge snowstorms. From my understanding. I mean, they get storms, I'm sure, but nothing like we do. 
And so they get kind of get more even seasons than we do because we're so far north. Right. We get like less of the seasons or like the less yeah. spread out. So we don't really even have a fall in the spring if you think about it. Like we have a couple weeks of fall and a couple weeks of spring and then it, the rest is winter because yeah. it gets winter cuts into it because of how north we are. But New York is like in that beautiful spot where it's like all even out. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you're hyping it. I know. No, I think it'll but be awesome. But it's true. Like, yeah. if you always, if you look, um, look up photos, or I see it on TikTok all the time, like, spring in New York, it actually is, like, what you hear, what spring is supposed to be. <laughs> but spring here is just melted snow and slush everywhere. Ugh, like, it's, it's disgusting. So gross. I hate spring. But even thinking about it, too, even spending winter in New York is going to be way cooler because, like, there's so much more to do. Mm-hmm. That's the other thing, too, is there's not much for us to do to be occupied in the winter. Other than drink alcohol, and that's why we all drink so much alcohol. Yep. There's nothing else to do. There's nothing else. Like, Summer's coming, and we're going to do sober activities, for sure. Definitely. And we aren't the type to, like... We don't live in the part of Canada where skiing is huge. We don't have big ski hills like like BC. No. Like, it's not like we have winter sports. Yeah. Anywhere, really, other than the Maritimes. Like, we don't really have... The ski hills and any ski hills that are open typically are only a couple trails open because again where our weather is so up and down Mm. we never get enough snow to actually have a good ski hill like yeah with a bunch of trails open not in halifax no no like pei would but pei has less hills yeah like it's not well same with new brunswick like yeah poly and crab like that's about it yeah i know it's yeah it's there's just nothing to do but i mean summer i'm so excited I'm ready for patio season. I'm ready for beach days. I'm ready for... Actually, you know what I was saying yesterday to Annika and Liv? Mm. I would love for us to join a co-ed sports team in the summer. Okay. Once once a week, maybe like beach volleyball or softball or something. Like, and you know what? Liv was in. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I was like... And so was Annika. And... um we just thought it'd be a really great opportunity to meet people, but also have something to look forward to every week of just playing a fun, lighthearted sport mm-hmm. in the summer. Oh, definitely. Right? Like, I feel like that could be really fun. I would be so bad at softball. But I could be in for volleyball. <laughs> I have never played softball either, so I don't know. I'm also down for beach volleyball, so we can look into it. Because mm-hmm. I just think, like, I know you guys have started a bucket list. Yeah. And... Allie and I were planning on doing tennis. I love tennis. Okay. Kathleen and I played tennis one summer, like, so many nights. Obviously, we had to go after hours when the private club, when everyone was gone, (laughs) and we'd have to go into the little house and turn the court lights on. Um, But I know there's a lot more tennis places here. There's a bunch, like, just around the corner from us, like, across from the commons, there's a bunch. So we're going to... We're going to start that, too. So down. Because that'd be a fun, like, way to get exercise, and it's cheap, it's free. I'm so ready to be tan, too. (laughs) Yeah. My pasty skin can't do it anymore. I can't. It's like Casper the Ghost. I scare myself in the mirror. (laughs) Like, I need a tan so bad. So I just cannot wait. In the meantime, you know, we're going to think about traveling. (laughs) And I also just can't wait for you to live in a place next winter where I can come and actually not feel super depressed. Yeah. Oh, Which I'm looking so forward good. to. I can't wait. Yeah. And I also feel like, too, as we all know, hot girl summer's coming. 
Oh, yes. And I know right now for both of us, dating's been a little dry. It definitely has. I, oh, I have to tell you this. Oh, God. So, just take a guess. Who messaged me the other night? Did I tell you this? Somebody messaged you? Like a guy? On Saturday night at 12.30 in the morning. Who messaged me? I don't want to say any real names. No. <laughs> say fake names. Um, PEI? No. No? Guitar. Guitar. Oh, my God. <laughs> what did he so, say? So, guitar guy messaged me. It was the first time we've talked in, like, so long. Yeah. Since, like, Christmas time, honestly. And he was like, hey, out of the... I know this is out of the blue, but are you out tonight? And I was like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> and then he was like, oh, bummer. Well, would you want to do something sometime soon? I'm like, oh, my God, buddy. Give it a break. And, okay, this is like... Part of me is icked by him, obviously. Obviously. But at the same time, then he was like, let's do... He asked me if I wanted to go climbing with him, actually. And I was like, I'm not a climber. Heights aren't for me. I've tried it before. Mm -hmm. I like the act of doing it. I really do. But the height part, I can't... It's like a mental barrier for me. I can't do it. I don't enjoy it. Okay. So it's not for me. So I've said that to him. I was like, honestly, I'm scared of heights. Like, I would maybe, like, meet up for dinner catch up. Because, you know, I was like, I do need to get out there a little bit just for the stories, for the fun. And dating is such a thing that you need experience. Like, it comes yeah. with practice, you know? Honestly. And and a free meal. Yeah. Who cares? So, I was like, you know what, whatever. Harmless. And then he he said to me, like, let's do Friday. And I was like, well, I work. And then I was looking at my schedule, and I was like, oh my god, this is why I can't fucking date, because my schedule is like, I work every weekend for a month. Right. And then he obviously works Monday to Friday, mm-hmm. as does everyone else but me. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I also just don't really want to. I was like, I don't necessarily want to spend my days off with a guy. I kind of want to just spend when you time finally with my have friends. downtime, you're like, that's the yeah. last thing on my list. Yeah, because I, I was feel like, the same way. I was like, maybe I could do Wednesday. Like that Wednesday is the only day I don't really have anything going on. But I work the next day, and I yeah. don't really love doing things the night before I work depending what it is and anyway so I just I can't I haven't answered him yet because I just like came to the conclusion I think I'm just too busy for it right now but do you also think that a part of you is not giving it as much effort as you would if because you know that you're moving to New York I definitely definitely agree I for sure have this like block on I think that if I was here forever I would be acting differently for sure. I actually, I know for a fact that it is. And I've even said it before, like right now I'm so not open to dating because I'm like, I don't want anything to prevent me from going. I want to go. I don't want to meet the love of my life and then be like, oh, I'm going to New York actually. Like it. And you're not super into hookups either. No, I'm not really a hookup girl. I'm just a pen pal girl. Which we know. Overseas, international. International. Of course you're going on a guy on a date with a guy from France. Yeah. See, that's a dead end for me, so I'm open to it. Right. Right. <laughs> I yeah, I think for me, like I'm so open to dating. I am, obviously, because I'm not moving anytime soon. Um but I feel like so a couple weeks ago I rejoined Tinder just for the fun of it. 
That was with you and I, actually. Oh, yeah. When we were out and we were like, let's just do this. Fishbowl Friday. I had it for like five minutes and I deleted it immediately. Yeah. I can't get myself back on those dating apps. And I know that if I don't, it's going to be very slim that I actually meet somebody organically at a bar or whatnot. It's happened, but I also feel like I'm not going downtown as much anymore. And I feel like I, when I am downtown with my friends, I just want to be with my friends. Like Mm -hmm. I don't. But then that's on me. You know, I'm not putting myself out there enough mm-hmm. and I'm open, but I'm just like feeling so not very positive about it. No. And honestly, Halifax is hard to date in general because it's small enough where like you can run into people, you know, and get into some awkward. I mean, look at your neighbor for God's sake. Yeah, exactly. What were the odds? Exactly. But... It's also, like, big enough where it's just hard. I don't know how to explain yeah, it. Yeah, I, I... No, I've been in the dating scene here for now a while. And I know what you're trying to describe. It's, it's because you just, don't have the mutual friends, like, the friends of friends no. necessarily. But then you do. It's just... Dating isn't the same here as it is in other places. No. And I don't know... I can't quite put my finger on what it is about Halifax that makes it so, like, undateable. And it's funny, because I thought it would be so much better moving from New Brunswick. Like, oh, or for from sure. PR but it whatever. actually like, isn't. It's not. Yeah. It's so weird. And then you do meet a guy that you think is normal, and oh my god. And they jump he, out of a moving car. He jumps out of a moving car while you're driving. <laughs> yep. And then you get your lashes done afterwards, trying not to cry to ruin your lashes. Yep. And sometimes that happens. Yeah, or they end up being a crazy bouncer. And, um, you know, I could go on for so many (laughs) different types of stories that I can think of my dating experience here. I just feel like after every failed attempt, I just become more and more detached from wanting Mm. to date here. No, and that's understandable. But you're also kind of like, I'm not staying here. I know I'm not staying here. I'm giving myself like one more year in Halifax. Yeah. So I... That is another thing too, Mm -hmm. right? It was like when I moved from New Brunswick, I, for the last six months before I moved, like I was totally disconnected from dating or whatnot. And I'm not in a hookup phase anymore. I do not like hooking up. I need an actual connection with somebody. Mm -hmm. These men out there in the sheets are terrible. Mm -hmm. I would much rather just use my vibrator than deal with them. For sure. Because these men suck. Oh, I know. So what's the point? Exactly. So what's this new vibrator you... Okay, so Abby and I bought the same one. We ordered it the other day online. It was on sale. It was like $140 on for $25. What? Like is this was... Pink Cherry? Yeah. Yeah, Pink Cherry has some it's great Some really deals. great deals. We watched... It was hilarious. The videos. Oh my gosh. So we watched the video and then we went on YouTube and we looked up a different video about it, like a review and... I had forgot that that was on my laptop. So yesterday or the day before, we went to Garrison Brewery with um, Keelan, our downstairs neighbor. And she was sitting beside me and I opened up my laptop and there it was, a big vibrator video. And then I clicked off of it because she was like, oh, what are you watching? And then I turned it off and I didn't realize that we had looked up a separate tab with just dildos. (laughs) And and she's the biggest lesbian too. So she just sees all these dicks pop up on my laptop and she's like, oh my gosh, she starts losing it laughing. And I'm just like, what? We needed to make sure we did our homework before we bought it. Um, So it is like a rabbit 
but it has like okay. a bigger tongue on it. Like it's like like the tar like the thicker. Part. Yeah, like it's like thicker. Okay. Um, and has more speeds. Okay. And so we are supposed to get it this week. I'll let you know how it goes. I'm excited about it. Yeah. Um, and we bought the same one just because it was like the best deal. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a great deal. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. yeah. So that being said, then I got into kind of like a a a spiral of like looking up things about sex toys and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I came across this quiz, which I want to do on you because I thought it was really funny. Um, it's everybody has a sex toy that matches their personality quiz. Oh my God. So so it's 10 questions. Okay. Um, I'm going to tell you my results because I did the quiz already. So mine is a vibrator. Okay. And it's funny because this is almost what it looks like, but it has like a, like a thicker tongue. Like is I this said. a BuzzFeed one? Yes. I yeah. love it. I love the BuzzFeed quiz. So it says, quiz. you're a born multitasker. Some might see you as a superhero, but for you, it's all in a day's work. <laughs> you're constantly buzzing with new ideas and you're not afraid to give in to your desires. You're focused on things you're passionate about. After all, why would you waste your energy on the parts of life that don't matter? Wow. I think it sums me up. It actually does. Right? Wow. Who knew? So I'm a vibrator. You're a vibrator. Okay. I can see it. So let's see what yours is. Okay. I'm ready. Okay. What gets you in the mood? Candles, music, romantic dinner, flowers, sexting, or memes? Who the hell is picking memes? Yeah. Can I just Definitely not that? memes. I'm going to rule that one out. If memes gets, gets you, you in the mood, mood, that's the weirdest thing. Let me look at this. Oh, it's just written. I thought it was going to be... Probably a romantic dinner. Okay. I feel like I'm a big food girl. Okay. So, I'm going to go with that. Okay. Because none of the other options seem to... That's fair. Um, pick an aphrodisiac. Chocolate, oysters, figs, strawberries, honey, avocado. You know what? I think I'm going to go with oysters. Okay. Which bar, Which body part is the sexiest? Eyes, lips, thighs, shoulders, neck, booty. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what was it? Sens- sensitive? Sexiest. Oh, the sexiest. Yeah. Oh, like on a guy. Yeah. Are you an ass girl? Do you like a nice ass on a guy? Yeah. I do, but not too much. Yeah, yeah. I definitely agree with that. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't say... I almost feel like... I almost feel like arms. Was arms one? No. What the fuck? <laughs> How is arms not one? Shoulders is the closest. Sure, whatever. Okay. You know me. I'm not a physical gal. <laughs> My answer for that was shoulders, too. Okay. Yeah. Um, what's your dream dream job? Firefighter, celebrity, movie director, astronaut, pro athlete, or a dinosaur? Obviously, <laughs> oh, <a> dinosaur. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Who made this? <laughs> um, is this asking what my dream could yeah. be? Yeah, your dream job. None of those. I okay, feel like you have to pick one. Wait, show me again. I'm going with celebrity. Okay, me too. I'm working my way there. I mean, we're almost there. <laughs> I'm feeling like the next few episodes were out of the studio. Yeah. Okay, you have to pick another aphrodisiac. Okay. Bananas, chili pepper, coffee, watermelon, pumpkin seeds, pomegranate. 
I didn't know any of those were... But I'm going to go with coffee. Okay. Pick a safe word. Red, bubblegum, turtle, chair, fart, Pikachu. (laughs) No. That's not real. You best believe those anime couples are saying Pikachu. Mine's bubblegum. Bubblegum? Okay. What's your secret sexy talent? Magical fingers, turbo speed, stamina, good kisser, flexible, or all of these? All. Ooh. I'm going with all. Okay, would you like to know what your sex toy is? Yep. You're a vibrator. Oh, hell yeah. Oh my gosh. (laughs) We're literally the same. Yeah, we're the same. We're so compatible. Wow. This is why this works. Exactly. That is so funny. So yeah, you're born multitasker. Okay. I mean, I can see that. Okay. I can see that for sure. That is so funny. I know, right? Who made that? That's what I like to think too. Like who makes these quiz? It's actually funny because the other day Abby and I were down a rabbit hole of like doing quizzes on each other Mm -hmm. because we were so bored. I came up with this one quiz for Abby, like how gay are you? (laughs) (laughs) Obviously she's gay, but um, it was really funny because whoever made this quiz the questions were hilarious. Like, it went from, like, what sex are you and what are you attracted to? And then it went to, are you a good Christian? <laughs> like, oh, my God. Like, the church route. And you could tell that this quiz was made by a man. And Classic. She, As she got, like, like 80% gay or something like mm. that, right? Mm-hmm. As she should. And at the bottom, I read the comments, and there was just one other, like, straight dude that commented and said, this was a really great quiz, dude. Like, what? Like, why? First of all, why are you taking this quiz? Are you concerned that you're gay? And then another comment was, oh, okay, I'm so glad. Like, I I know my sexuality. Like, it's like, are you people actually taking these quizzes thinking like, hmm, I I need to know about that. Let me look this up on this guy's quiz. And his quiz was so awful. That's so funny. I feel like there are some interesting characters out there for sure. Yeah. Wow. Well, I'm glad to know that I'm a vibrator. Yeah. I mean, that checks out. I wouldn't have wanted any other answer. Are you a big sex toy girl? For sure. Yeah. I, when we were in second year, that was when we first, like, I say we as in my household, because mm-hmm. actually Liv took this, like, sex class, and they were talking about vibrators, and then Liv comes home one day and is like, let's buy vibrators. And we're like, okay. She's, she she loves sex toys. Liv is a big sex toy oh, girl. Oh, so am I. Liv and I always yeah. buy ours together. Yeah. We're big on it. Started off being a satisfier girl because I liked okay. I liked how small it was. Mm-hmm. But now, I will never go back because I'm a bunny girl all the way. Okay. <laughs> okay. The first time. We're evolving. I, yeah, yeah. Anyway, it's like I've tried other ones, too. Like, so we had those, two. We also bought this suction cup one. It, like, suctions yes, to you. Yes, yes. I hate it. Okay. I hate it. I've heard mixed reviews about that one. I think it depends. It really depends on your, like... Yeah. Preference. Preference, yeah. Because it really suctions up there. Okay. And it's too much for me. Right. It's a no. No bueno. What are your thoughts on guys using sex toys on you in the bedroom? Oh, always. I don't think guys should be intimidated by this. I think a lot of guys can feel really weird about it. Mm -hmm. Um, The last guy that I slept with, he realized that, like, I just was not, like, getting to the point where I wanted to be. And so he was like, we were at my place. And he was like, do you want to grab a sex toy? And, like, that to me is, like, mature of a guy to be like, okay, like, I'm clearly not satisfying you the way that I should be. So... 
and it, it has nothing to do with him. You know, it's a, yeah. such a mental thing that like when he did that, like it just made it so much better. But then there's other guys who feel very like they feel emasculated by it. Yes. by it. It's like, but you're not competing. Yeah, you know they always say that quote. It's like you're not. Or it's your friend, friend, not your enemy. Yes, because really, it's just like your partner. You're still the one doing it. Yeah. You're still the one using it. Yeah. It's just like I like for me. I'm such an in my head person yeah. when it comes to sex, and so whenever actually, what's interesting is my nurse practitioner actually told me to get one because I was having, like, pain with sex. Mm. And she was like, I think you need to get one and test out, like, what you like and introduce it in the bedroom and see how you feel. And I did. Honestly, I listened to her and I did it. And it actually has made a world of a difference. And my boyfriend at the time was, like, really into it, and which is, like, you should be. Yeah. Like, really, a guy that wants to use it on you is a guy who wants you to feel good and wants you to enjoy your time. 100%. Like, a guy who is, like, against vibrators. They're, they're like, they'll just do it themselves. Yeah, probably it's not. like, well, you it's probably because you suck at yeah. what you're doing. And, you know, and I'm not saying I need it every single time. No, no, like, no, no, no. But it's fun once in a while. Yeah. Yeah, Or I most agree. of the time. Or most. Or every time. <laughs> <laughs> Get rid of the man and just that. Yeah. What else do you like in the bedroom as far as, like, sex toys? We're not talking just, you know, Not just, like, vibrators. No, like, anything else. Like, are you a handcuff girl? Are you a whip girl? Like, what else do you like to incorporate? I've actually, I've never done the whip thing. Definitely not. I never have, but I also don't have one. Okay. (laughs) So, I've never been into that, but... I do have handcuffs. Okay. And I've used them many times. And it's always way more fun when you use them. I'm I not find. a handcuff girl. You're not. No. I don't like... I think for me, the only way I would like handcuffs is if it was with somebody who I really trusted. Right. For me, though, I haven't been in a long-term relationship in a while where the guys that I've dated since then, I don't think I'd feel comfortable with them with my hands being handcuffed and me not being able to, like, stop them. or oh, like, for sure. Do you know what I mean? I think there needs to be a certain level of comfort with that other person before I can fully let them take 100% control, you know? No, and that's so valid. But, I mean, when I was using them, yeah. it was with my partner 100%. for a long time. But also, I usually don't put them on me. I right. put it on them. Oh! Yeah. <gasps> okay, Miss Dominatrix. Yeah. <laughs> I actually... It was barely on me. It's usually on them. How do you like that? Like, do you like, like yeah, to, like handcuffing well, the guy? Well, I just I think I'm very much like I'd rather be in control because I do have issues with pain and mm-hmm. stuff. So when a guy is like, like when I am controlling what I like, I have a better experience. And right. so tie him up. So you tie him up. Tie him up, ladies. That and is they what you love need it. to do. They love it. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. I feel like we could talk about this for so long. So maybe in another episode, we talk about kind of what our preferences are in, yeah. in, in the bedroom. Yeah. Do you have one? I mean, not necessarily a sex toy or something like that. I mean, I love being choked. Yeah. <laughs> but again, I think we could totally talk about this in another episode because I can think of so many different things that I enjoy in the bedroom. I know. But I think incorporating sex toys, bottom line, always good for both people. 
you'll have a better time and yeah. they'll have a better time yes because we're having a better time right god men men anyway okay well thanks guys so much for listening uh we will see you next week bye bye